What's up, everybody? Welcome back to our channel for collectors. And this is another episode of Collector to Collector. And I'm very excited to have this gentleman on. Uh, tomorrow is actually a holiday. It is Clemente Day in uh, Major League Baseball. And I thought, what better way to celebrate Clemente Day than have one of the, the Clemente forefathers from YouTube on the channel. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome to Four Collectors. So on with me today is uh, Mark. His channel's named Rudog21. Mark, welcome to the channel. Hey, Theo. Thanks for having me here. It's an honor. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, it's an honor having you on. Uh, you're, 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 you're one of the. I call you the Godfather of Clemente collectors on YouTube. Um, I, I always appreciate uh, all the help you always give me uh, along the way here collecting Clemente. Of course, of course. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, I do what I can for YouTube. Uh, for you know the YouTubers and you know Clemente collectors all around. Yeah, um, I um. I call it the bat signal. Whenever I find something, I don't know what it is. I. Uh, I text Mark the picture of it. Uh, he gets back to me very quickly. He usually knows what the item is, usually knows what the comps are. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I have them on speed dial. It's, it's pretty nice. So that's awesome. Um, so so how how does it feel to be like a resource for so many of us out here? Um, do, you, do you enjoy it? Oh, I do. I do. I mean, if that's what I – and I've said this before on my channel. The reason why I do these videos, it's not for the subscribers or it's I enjoy showing my collection and giving information out, you know, I yeah. do, you know, spread the Clemente word around. That's awesome. Um, well, let's let's get into, um, you know, why we're doing this today. So tomorrow in baseball is Clemente Day, um, September 15th, if somebody's watching this after today. So um what do you? What's your thoughts in general about Clemente Day in Major League Baseball? It's wonderful that they they do take a day off to the day to celebrate uh, this great man's uh, accomplishments here. Uh, September fifteenth, you know, that is the first day of the Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, that's the reason why they pick it. And why the fifteenth? Uh, a lot of Latin American countries celebrate the 15th as their Independence Day. Awesome. Four or five. And then the following days, you have Mexico and some other uh, Hispanic countries. So that's yes. why I said it's mostly. Yeah, I bet, you, I bet you a lot of baseball fans don't actually know why they picked that date. And it's really cool to talk about it. Um, so some of the stuff that they do, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it, a lot of team, uh, all the teams have 21 patches on their jerseys. Um, what they do is they 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 announce the nominees for the Roberto Clemente Award, which is basically the Man of the Year Award for NFL, where it's basically the the person who gives back the most to the community. Um, that's a good, uh, you know, a, a good person for you know more than just baseball, a, a real therapist. Um, so. I, I think it's awesome that they do that. Um, what which do you think um, do you think that they do enough for on Clemente Day? Do you think there's some other things that they should possibly do to make it better? Me personally, I, I what they do is it, it's fine. Yes, um, the, my opinion they might want to start expanding that every player could wear number twenty one. Yeah, because I believe right now. Um, you either have to be, you, you either have to, is it Hispanic or you have to be Puerto Rican? Um, and you, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You have to be from Puerto Rico, Puerto Rican. Okay. Give it the option. And if you were a prior winner of the Clemente Award, you could wear that number also. Yeah, because um, I think it was last year or the year before, or maybe it's been for the last couple of years, the, the whole Pirates team's won, were worn 21. And I believe it's because they double checked with baseball before they did it. Um, and I think some other teams have also followed suit on that. Um, I kind of agree with you. I kind of, I kind of wish that it was just a requirement that all the players on all the teams were 21 on Clemente Day. I think it would make it a little bit more impactful. Mm -hmm. I agree. There's a little little tidbit. 
Yeah. Now, when the Pirates, at the end of the game, they they wound up auctioning those uniforms they have. Yeah. Charity. Yeah, that is a great. That's a great point that I forgot to even think about. Yeah, and don't all don't all the proceeds go to the Clemente Foundation? Yeah, I think some most of it probably does. Um, I've been a couple times on those jerseys. I always get outbidded. Yeah. yeah, that that would that would be awesome. Like like obviously the dream would get get be like get a McCutcheon, McCutcheon one or like one exactly. of the big players. But even to get like a player who didn't even get in the game or a coach or something would be awesome just to own. Yeah. Um, I agree with you one hundred percent. So so Major League Baseball retired number forty two um, throughout the league for Jackie Robinson. Um, and that's the only number they have retired throughout the league. Um, so I think one of the debates, um, you know, we kind of talked about Jersey number here is the number 21. Um, what's your opinion? Should, should the league also retire the number 21, not just the pirates having 21 retired? You know, I got mixed emotions on that. Yeah. Part of me says, yes. You know why? Yeah. I mean, Clement is the iconic number 21. But then again, part of me says, no, because you'll open up a can of worms doing that. You start doing that, they're going to start retiring. With, well, you got retired number three, you know, you know, yeah. I, stuff like that. You know, um, I am, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'll go either way. For me, myself personally, I think they should just leave it the way it is, not to retire the number. Yes. Just celebrate Roberto Clemente with his award and his day. And that'd be fine with me. See, I, I actually like a hybrid approach. I would like, I would like for if you win the Clemente Award, you can wear twenty-one. If you don't win the award, you cannot wear twenty-one. Mm-hmm. It's a hybrid kind of approach where it's not retired, but it kind of is retired. It's almost an honor because you won the award. Similar to how the NFL does the Walter Payton Award. I don't know if you've seen the patches. You yeah. know, Drew Brees won one. JJ Watt won one. You know, you know those guys won that award. It's right on the front of their jersey. It's 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 a badge of honor, and I think the NFL does a lot better with that than the Clemente Award because I can't even name you players that have won the Clemente Award because, like 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 I said, after after they won it, how do they celebrate that person moving forward? You know what I mean? No, that <laughs> little tidbit here on um, Roberto Clemente Day, past award winners get to wear a hat with 21 on the side that says past award winner. Okay. <laughs> they should wear it all year round. In my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah, give them something more. Like I said, like, like NFL, you see that every single game. It's, it's a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. They, they really do. They, 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 like I said, I think they've done a good job. They've made some great progress. I just think there's some more stuff they can do. That's my only point. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, so let's let's talk about let's switch gears here. Let's just talk about you a little bit, Mark. So, uh, when did you become a Clemente fan? Um, God, my father, my uncle, they used to talk to me about winter leagues and when they used to be in Puerto Rico and uh, talk about Roberto Clemente. Um, I mean, since since I was like, I remember seven years old. Now, when did I start collecting Clemente? I probably didn't start collecting Clemente, I say roughly about maybe maybe when I was nine years old, ten years old. Okay. Um, yeah, so I traded my cousin. My first Roberto Clemente card was a um, 71 uh, Clemente. Not 71, 70 Clemente. And so I traded her by Reggie Jackson for uh, his Clemente. <laughs> so that's, that's how it all started and everything. I remember keeping that card in one of those, you know, those big encyclopedias that are alphabetical, that are about <laughs> 500 pages. Yeah, yeah. So in those days, we didn't have no card holders or anything like that. So I just put them <laughs> in between the pages. <laughs> you wonder what cards you might have forgot about. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, so... So you, you said your dad and your uncle, they literally watched Clemente in Puerto Rico. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. They, um, I mean, Puerto Rico's a small island. So, yeah. and every town, um, you know, they have the, every town has a, a team. 
So when Clemente would come to Aguadilla, so that's a town in the west side of the island, and they would play on my uncle and my um, and my uh, father would go see him and his brothers. Nice. I, yeah, um, Clemente played, even when he was in the, a Major League Baseball, he went down and played baseball in the winter. So he literally, I don't, I, like, I don't know how much time he had off from baseball a year. It's kind of crazy to think about. He, he really didn't have time. He said the reason why he did that, he owed it to the Puerto Rican fans out there. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, because they, they don't go to the States and everything. Uh, for, for the longest time, he was playing minor league, um, um, winter league ball until the, he joined the Marines. So a lot of people don't know that, that he was a Marine. Here, I'm going to show you the card here. Yeah. Let yeah. me, uh, let me so give you some. He was a Marine. He was a Marine reservist here. Um, and to this day, a lot of people don't know this, but the Roberto Clemente Foundation, that they do have a scholarship for uh, Marines dependents. Wow. So, yeah, so they still do that out there. That's... So Clemente was in the reservists for a while there. And then they, the Pirates, after a while, they put it on the contract for Clemente for him not to play in the Winter Leagues anymore. No. Yeah. So they give him a bonus for that. Let's put it that way. As long as he didn't play in the winter leagues, they give him an extra bonus. Um, near the end of his career, he he didn't really play much more. He managed a lot in the winter leagues. Okay. In his career. So Well, I, I know the knock on Clemente for a while was that he would complain about injuries a lot. Um, you know, I, I think that the media gave him a hard time about it actually. Um do you think I don't. I don't know. Do you think maybe, maybe he, maybe playing year round, maybe that caused some of the, maybe that caused some of the dings and stuff where he, you know, maybe, you know what I mean, wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah. No. No. Early on in his career, he had a, a an accident, uh, automobile accident, that messed up his neck and spine, and mm. that throughout his whole career, that it was an effect on him. And in, in Puerto Rico, and this has to do with the language barrier here. Uh, so when someone tells you how you're feeling, you know, you and I mean, goes, oh, I'm doing okay, you know, even though you're, you know, you're not, but you're, you know, being cordial, you say you're doing fine. But in the Latin American uh, people in the community, they'll tell you exactly why they feel. I mean, Clemente says he's sore. He's going to, you tell him what, how is he feeling, he's going to tell you, oh, I'm sore. <laughs> and people take that the wrong way, you know? Yeah. I think that's more of a language barrier for anything. That yeah. Yeah, it was... Um... Talking about the language barrier, I mean, some people might not know this. Um, Clemente loved the fans. He did not like the media because the media would literally take take words he would say and they would kind of write them out, like, to make it look like he didn't couldn't talk well. Um, and it really bothered Clemente that they would do that on purpose. Um, and it was, uh, you know, he kind of he lost his trust in them. Um, you know, he only trusted so many media members after a while, so... So, so true, so true. I mean, I always say Roberto Clemente had a double whammy. You know, he was, you know, he was black. You know how they treated the African-American ballplayers in those days. You yeah. Know? Plus, he didn't speak much English. Yeah, exactly. So Couldn't express exactly. himself the way he wanted to. So he taught himself yeah. English and everything. Yeah, I mean, that says a lot. I couldn't imagine going to another country and teaching myself another language at this point in my life. Um so one thing, Mark, that I kind of get confused about is, I, I, well, first off, I think you, you grew up in the New York area, correct? Right. No? Okay. So you collect Jeter. So you're, you're, you're a Yankees fan and you yeah. just like Clemente or you're a Yankees and Pirates fan. You kind of confuse everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Clemente's my main guy. I like Jeter, but I'm a Yankee fan. I do not collect Yankee cards or anything like that. I just collect Jeter cards and everything. I used to collect a bunch of cards in the 80s. Uh, you know, the wax uh, wax, uh, wax box era and everything like that. It's just junk box. What are they called? The junk wax. Junk wax era. Right. Um, and I just stopped doing that. I got away from the, from, the, from the cards for quite a while. I think I stopped in 91. Now, even though I left collecting other cars in 91, I still collected Clemente. I didn't mm. go to car shows. 
I still will go to the national. I've been to nine nationals. Oh, wow. So yeah. So I've been as early as, um, oh, well, I'm going to say um, 90, I think it was 86. So yeah, I think it was 86. I can remember. I've been to the Anaheim in 91, 94 in Houston. So I've been on been plenty of those there. So I will oh, save my money that I will go to using car shows. Just save it for that one year and just collect my uh, commentaries. Because you know how it is. Maybe you may not know because you're in Pittsburgh. But right. if you don't live in the Pittsburgh area, trying to find Clemente cards, forget it. And remember, yeah. in those days, eBay wasn't around. I could... I, I I don't know I don't know what kind of collector I would be without eBay. Like it would be very like you said it would be very very even though I'm in Pittsburgh, like you literally have to wait till a card show to have a chance at something. <laughs> like I couldn't imagine. I really couldn't. I don't think a lot of collectors think about that now. Right. I'm not that lucky. I lived in New York, so New York is a big uh, Hispanic community, especially for Puerto Ricans. So, mm-hmm. and we didn't have car shops then growing up. We had comic book stores. So the comic book store that I uh, used to uh, frequent, they did have a little side case of baseball cards. Yeah. And that's why I got a lot, a lot of majority on. Mm-hmm. I had a, a, a teacher, elementary school teacher, who collected baseball cards. Oh. And yeah, oh. and he would trade with other um, kids to complete wow. sets and everything. So, yeah. Um, so... So, like, was there a time period when you went from a casual Clemente card collector to extreme? Or have you always kind of been, have you always since, since you, you know, since 80s, have you always been extreme with Clemente? No, no, no. Nah, I was just, it just was base cards and everything like that. Um, when I went to my first national, I went there and I saw how much really stuff there was out there. For the most part, I was just looking for these base cards and everything. Yeah. And then I ran into a couple of Clemente collectors and they were showing me the stuff they got. And that's, I hit the bug. I mean, once I saw that the, the statues of them and their inserts, eyeball stuff, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I know what you mean. Um, so um, how, how has... Sometimes you 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 more than any other Clemente collector. You tell me more about how it used to be compared to now how it is now in the Clemente market. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how how you feel? Maybe the pricing has has shifted over the, over time since the eighties. Um, what your opinion is on it? Oh my God, it's just even in the eighties, Clemente was always on the you know top six, you know five six cards. It was always Mantle. It was always Jackie Robinson, and, you know, and Aaron. And Clemente was up there. But even then, I, the majority of my base cards, especially like the rookie card here, I got that for like under 20 bucks, something like that. Oh, my God. In those days, in the 80s, I remember. And for me, I'm under 18 years old. 20 bucks for me, you know, as a teenager, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I, I tell the I tell this story. Um, I went to a, I was like eight, 19 years old, and I was in Texas. And this is when I, and this is one of my biggest mistakes I've made. I ran into a dealer. I think it was in Arlington. Uh, so he had a '69 tops uh, 3D. And wow. He, it, it wasn't in the greatest shape. Um, and today's standards, it might be a three. Mm-hmm. He was selling for 500 bucks at the time. Hmm. For me, in those days, 500 bucks was, gosh, I, I think 50 bucks was the most I spent on a card then. <laughs> no way. And, and, and I was ignorant on this stuff because I wasn't really doing my homework on that. That's the first time I've seen that card. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, I don't, I I don't want to put it on a credit card or anything like that. I'm just going to wait on it. And when did I, if I knew what I know now, then what I knew then, I mean, what I knew then now, yeah. I would have bought the car. Right. But uh, I figured being ignorant, oh, I could get that car later on. <laughs> Never again. But that oh, taught wow. me a lesson. Do my homework. That's a good so, point. Yeah. So do your Cause... homework, do my research. I've done, I've, <laughs> I used to, I used to uh, subscribe to Sports uh, Digest, Sports Collector's Digest. This would be a big newspaper. 
Anytime they had a Clemente article or anything about Clemente, I would clip those things. I still have those clippings here. Well, and I always go all. refer back to them. The prices might not be accurate, but at least I know what he has. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you know what's out there. I, I, I think you, you bring up a good point. Sometimes when you see something on eBay or you see something at a card show, I'm not saying you have five minutes to react, but you you have to have the knowledge to react, even if it's within the hour. And um, I mean, now that we have cell phones and and I like I have you and I have other guys out there, you have contacts. You know, back in back in the day, you you you, you were limited. <laughs> you, you either you knew or you didn't. You knew or you didn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know who to go to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Howard Howard Chaster, who I had on my channel a while back and interviewed him, he said a story about how he 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 the second year cons card, which is the hardest cons card. He saw it at a show. He was still pretty new, like you were at that time. But like you said, and and the guy had a high price on it, and and the guy goes, he starts questioning the price, and the guy goes, if you if you don't understand what this card is, don't buy it. And that was basically the truth. He said. He said, "I didn't do my research. If I would have realized what he had there, I wouldn't have been questioning the price." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I know it's a guess, but how how many items, cards, photos do you have in your Clemente collection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, cards themselves. Uh, maybe over a little over two grand, two thousand cards. It, it, it just so the audience knows, Mark collects at modern everything, right. so nothing's off the table. But over two thousand cards, that's pretty crazy. How, uh, are you willing to pick up duplicates or a lot of those non-duplicates? No, I know. You, you know what I do? Uh, what I do a lot is this: I buy them in lots. If there's a couple cards in that lot, and I and I purchase it, you know it's. For me, I could buy a lot that's worth maybe 15 bucks. I'll get two or three cards. It's cheaper than spending five bucks on each card. I just buy the whole lot and I'll have a stock, stack of doubles, which I nice. don't mind. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have 2,000 cards and then non cards, would you oh, say? God. I mean, I've got over 300 <laughs> items. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I've got quite a bit of bobbleheads, a lot of statues. Um, I'm gonna say about 300, but I say roughly maybe another 150 to 200, maybe. Wow, that's pretty crazy. I um, I just hit. I, I don't. I don't track. I got a couple bobbleheads. I don't track like the bobbleheads and stuff. But I just hit a hundred playing days Clemente items. Uh, just like about a week ago. So that was a pretty big accomplishment for me. <laughs> you know, it's hard. I, I mean. You got more resources, but again, if I had to do it over again, I couldn't do it. Not financially, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, to, it's, it's, it's price. It's price. It gets pricey. Yes. You know, uh, I my standard started off here. I was um I was on the SGC four and up trade. I was trying to get you know, and then and then gradually I just started once I got the base set. I gradually started. Uh, okay, I could take I could take a small little crease here. All right, that's fine. I start making concessions, and then the other day I bought something that I rarely, rarely ever see available, and it had two two small staple holes in it. And and I would probably say six months ago I would have never bid on that item. And like like I said, I just I I just want to have everything, and if I can get a great price because it's got a little hole in it. I'm still, <laughs> you know what I mean? My standard's totally different now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm to the theory now that I know I'm never going to collect everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he has over 6,000 cards, you know. Ain't yeah. no way I'm going to be able to do all that here. I'm just going to pick up the cards that I like. And I yeah. appreciate it. And then within my budget, so. No, I I, I even I even think playing days, I don't think it's possible. Um, Like you said earlier, there's certain stuff that even – even if I got close, there's certain stuff that the, that I'm priced out of. Um, the Venezuelan cards, the the cons cards, like it, 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 I'm gonna be priced out the 3D card, obviously. Like I'm just, you know, so. <laughs> um, so so we have some questions here. I I let you know about them ahead of time so you could bring cards. 
So let's get into those. Um, the first one is, tell me a great story that involves a card show. Sure. Okay, so in 1991, I went to the Anaheim um, National. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> it, it, this never happens. I don't know if this ever happened to anybody. So going to the National, I ran into this theater. He had some Clemente stuff. So I'm looking out there. Yeah. Talking to the guy, and he find out that he's from Brooklyn. Like I was from Brooklyn. I'm like, nice. We started talking and all that stuff. I told him I was from Williamsburg. He was from Williamsburg. Found out that we worked in the same place, like maybe five years apart from each other, six years apart from each other. Wow. It was a sporting, it was a sporting goods store out there in, in Grand Avenue, and um. And we knew the same guys, the same owner, and everything. So when I was, while I was, I, I must have spent about a good forty-five minutes talking to this guy. While talking to this guy, he had a milk duds box <laughs> out there. I didn't know nothing about milk duds out there. I, you know, I was thinking, what the hell? I wasn't into the food items yet and everything. Yeah. But I'd never seen anything like that. And I think, if I wasn't mistaken, he had it for about sixty dollars or stuff like that. Uh but since we have so much in common, we talked about it, he let me have it for $25. Whoa. Yeah, this is it right here. Oh, that's sick. It was in a complete box at the time. I just got to the point that I was afraid I was going to damage the box, moving around all the time. So I just made it flat. Okay. Yeah. What is this worth now? I don't know. I mean, people, I've seen it for like 500, 600 bucks, 700 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's about right. I see the cutout ones that aren't even cut good for two hundred dollars. Um, just a picture, not even the the, bo the whole box. So, so <laughs> what are the chances of that happening? You know, <laughs> and that I talked to Jim about that. This happened in this last national too. Um, you know, you I got that early entry, so you get in half an hour early. Yeah. Sure enough, I ran into somebody from New York. Um, and we were talking, talking, he gave me, and I wound up getting a, um, 64 Brooks Robinson off and a real good deal. He took me a, he took like $25 off the card and everything, but it's oh. those little things that you, that's what I like going to the national. Yeah. You meet people, meet dealers that you don't ever meet. And you know, especially if they're from your hometown. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, another one more thing I do have here that this has nothing to do with a car show. I was in the military and I was stationed in the, in the UP in Michigan, in the Upper Peninsula. So mm -hmm. me and this lady friend, we went to um, Sault Ste. Marie in Canada just for the weekend. And we went into some antique store. And she was, you know, doing her antiquing thing and everything. So I was walking around. And I saw this um, stand full of hockey stuff and uh, baseball stuff. And there was a box of postcards. So I was going through it. And sure enough, I saw Roberto Clemente postcard in there. So a lady was watching me, looking at me. He said, oh, those been there for years. So I pulled out the Clemente, and she goes, you know who that player is? I, you know, I explained to her who Roberto Clemente is, and I told her who, you know, what, what he did in the past and what happened. She goes, wow, I didn't know anything about it. It was a Pro Star Promotions card here. <laughs> here. So what's so funny about it? She was so, she saw the, you know, how excited I was about, about the car. She was going to give me the car for free. I wasn't going to take it for free. And at first glance, it's not the, you know, I looked at it. I'm like, look at this grease. I mean, look at this line here. I thought it was a print line and everything. And I'm like, well, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you $3 for it. And I got it for $3. Come to later on that, that line on the side is part of the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, um. You're pointing to the. Uh, I, I can see it's on the other side, right? It's it's um the the lines actually on the other side, correct? Isn't right, it right over here? If you can see it. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Yeah, because I I noticed that because I've been looking at them. And remember how I told the story earlier about the one the the card that I just bought with the staple holes in it. That right. It's that it's that card. It's that postcard. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So I haven't got it in the mail yet, but uh, yeah. I, um. They're they're um they're pricey now um no yeah um <laughs> i seen one in a recent auction like the 175 yeah i mean yeah i mean you could yeah. get them 
If you can get them under a hundred bucks, that's a great deal. You know. Yeah, the one with the staple holes in it, I got it for thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure because of the staple holes on it. Exactly. Exa exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a nice car to have. So. Oh uh, yeah. Canadian car, especially if you get it in Canada. <laughs> Canadian car from Canada. So. That is that is awesome. I love that story. Um, all right. So the next question I had is. Tell me a unique Clemente that was a treasure hunt to find and how you obtained it. Okay. Remember I was telling you the story about do your homework? Yeah. So with the, with the 3D card. So after I was doing my homework, my, my two main cards I was looking for was uh, the 3D card and also the 69 Top Super. Mm -hmm. Because during my research, uh, now, that's another rare card. I would never have known if I didn't do my homework on it. And I remember uh, Sports Collectors Digest did an article about that card. So I was like, I'm trying to find it, trying to find it. Um, so in 1994 at the Houston National, I found this card in here that at the time the guy wanted like 100 bucks. I'm like, oh. Like I said, I'm not paying a hundred bucks for the, in those days for a for card. Yeah. Walked back and forth and walked away. And um, I should have learned my lesson then before, but I, I just walked away for some reason. I came back the next day on the National uh, at the, and I, it was still there. I just wound up buying. I wound up negotiating. I got it for 75 bucks. Wow. Was in 1994. It, was, it wasn't great. Oh, at that time, nothing was greater then. Um, so, and what's so funny is I put it away. I thought I lost it. And then about maybe four years ago, going through my storage unit, I found it in between some books. <laughs> yeah, I was kicking myself, God, I, I used to have this cup and I found it. One, you know, I got it graded and everything. And here it goes right here. Uh, you had it, you had it in the encyclopedia, no, but I had it. I had it. I had it down in a screw down, but it was stuck in between. I'm like, you, you should see the mess I got. I got these old army um, suitcases. Yeah. Out there, I, uh, it's just full of cards and full of books and stuff like that. Oh my gosh! I keep telling myself I gotta organize these things, and I probably will. Uh, I am in the process of moving, so I'm gonna want to uh, do that. Oh well. Uh, show the, Can you show the back off real quick? Doesn't it have some uh, blueprint on it? Yeah. Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. So, um, this was um, this was an actual release. It wasn't a test issue, right? Right. This was actually a release, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I thought um, so. Yeah, some that's people not... say it was, some people say it was a test issue. I don't know, but it's I don't know. I think it's more rare than uh, the the 3D card myself, but I don't know because I see more 3D cards out on auction blocks than I see these cards. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wish I would have looked at the popper. I know the pop reports aren't everything, but I wish I would have looked at the pop reports prior. I'm not I'm not sure if um what which which card's been graded more. Um, I'd be oh, curious. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure the the supers probably have more graded. I'm sure, but I'm uh, not what, into the pop report. Yeah, what, I I never even see those come up. So, would you even have an estimate of what that five's worth? Like around this, this, this card itself, in this grade, you're looking at twelve hundred or fifteen hundred dollars. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you look if you're looking at a nine, you're probably looking at about seven grand. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I kind of figured. Um, all right. Um, the next question was: uh, Show a Clemente card worth a lot more than when you bought it. You kind of just showed that. Yeah, one. That, that's, that's one of them. I mean, yeah, right there from seventy-five to about twelve hundred, fifteen bucks. <laughs> the rookie cards. I mean, you know, that I bought for roughly around twenty dollars. Look what they're worth now, over a grand. Wow. If not more. So. Um, I can say that to most of my base cards. Yeah. So. And another question I had is your lowest pop Clemente card. Um, would that would that be the same card, or do you have another? No, 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 no. I've got a card that's only a population of one. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, let me show you a couple cards here I got. Yeah. So, for example, I'm not into um, custom cards or anything like that, but I have to show you this one. This is a one of one. It's like a tarot card. 
I think it's over two, three in Texas. Wow. I know it says two, uh, 2023. That's a mistake, but I think I got that in 2022. Okay. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's still got a little shine on that. See? Yeah. Back. That's, that's cool. And then, of course, I've got, um, This is out of five. This is one wow. out of five here. Wow, and you got tens on it. Oh, it's HGA, but I, I just love the I love I love the custom um, label on these. How they match the card. Yeah, you like you like to grade with uh, HGA, SGC, and do you, you? Yeah, HGA. I'll show you another one here. This is another one here. Is that I one out of? This, is this that one. out of five? Is that out of five too? Yeah, this one's um, if I'm not mistaken, two out of five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm priced out when it comes to ones and ones. Uh, one out of three. There's another one. This is a rare edition one. Oh yeah, I remember you did that rare edition grading for the one video. Yeah. That's out of five. That's out of five, also. That's out of five. I think this is um, if I'm not mistaken, this is five out of five. No. Oh. Oh, this is one of my favorite cards, modern cards. It you just look at the paisley look here, and then the marble finish. That is cool. And this was an insert. So if you bought um, um, bought the complete set of Walmart edition uh, boxes, you'll get one of these. Never so randomly. Yeah. Wow. And this one's uh, out of five. Also, now just a funny story on this. This happened for, I just moved to Phoenix and I went to my first car show in Phoenix. Uh -huh. So this one individual, I was just going, you know, looking at Clemente's ass, talking about it. This one guy saw me, he goes, uh, you looking for Clemente? Yeah. Uh, was I, he was, ex he was expecting to sell three, um, relics to this one individual. He thought I was the individual. <laughs> to me and so i'm like no i'm not the guy so i asked him how much you were asking for them so and he told me he was asking for 200 bucks i and i didn't have any of the three so i'm like wow. how long you been waiting so he goes, i've been waiting for an hour i'm like okay i looked at him and i looked at the cards i'm like i'll give you 175 cash right now and you don't have to wait any longer <laughs> he said, let me wait a couple more minutes. We waited another 15 minutes. The guy never showed up. I gave him like a 75 bucks. That's so, awesome. Now, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't look at the numbers on this car. I, later on, I found out that this is a one out of five. <laughs> so wow. that one itself is more than 175 bucks. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it looks a little bit older. I'm guessing that's game used. Does it say on the back game used? No, uh, all I know it's, uh, yeah, it's a game used car, uh, back card. Yeah. Oh, um, it's from Diamond Kings. What year? I can't remember. Yeah. I'm blind. I can't see. <laughs> yeah, 20, maybe 2018, 2016. I can't remember there. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's cool. not the greatest photo. That's when he was younger. Yeah. But it's a thick card, but I like it. Um, one more thing. And this is, I'm, I'm, I'm showing this card because I've only seen it one other time. And I'm, and I'm hoping somebody out there will know what this is. This is a sticker, American Style Sports Series sticker. I purchased this, God, I, I want to say maybe 30 years ago. I think I paid maybe four bucks for this thing. But I've only recently I've seen it. It was on Facebook. Somebody was asking about information on this card also. If you look real closely, they misspelled Pittsburgh. Oh so, wow! Yeah, but, yeah, but it's, you don't even you don't even know what year that's from. No, I don't know. The guy who sold it to me doesn't even know. What's the back look like? Nothing. It not nothing. It's just a blank back. Huh? Yeah. It's just a sticker. So you peel off the sticker here, and then you know stick it on there. Yeah. So obviously, since it says the Hall of Fame year, you know it's 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 not playing days, but it's hard no. to tell anything else about it. Yeah, wow. so if anybody out there knows anything about it, I mean, I'm trying to do my research on this, and nothing comes up. Huh. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah, something I don't know about. 
you know. So I'll show you this card. And this could also be the card that I got the biggest deal on. Okay. So okay, so this is a nineteen sixty seven Pittsburgh Pirates top sticker. So mm. <laughs> yeah, and both uh, and this was a test issue. So I do have the other one. Yeah. Uh, we graded a six. This one graded a nine. Um, I think in PSA, I think there's only four graded, nine or above. Um, SGC, I don't know if there is either one graded above nine. This is the only one in Beckett. That's a nine on it. Altogether, wow. I think five or six graded nines out there. I purchased this card with the other one. Um, I want to say maybe like thirty dollars. Wow. If that. Now, this is a long time ago. Yeah. The only reason why I got this graded is um, Beckett was running a deal that if you uh, sign up for a subscription, they'll give you three um, three free slab coupons. Wow. And I use them on that one. So, yeah, so to let, let people know, the other test issue says uh, Clemente for mayor, right? It says right. Clemente for mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um yeah both of them are equally rare um i actually i don't think i told you that bob clemente one there was an sgc4 at a table at the national and when i came back it was gone um do you want to guess how much that the sticker was on it on which one which version the the, the, the bob the bob clemente one you just showed um, oh, that one as a four yeah oh, oh if it was a four uh was it sgc yeah. I say roughly he was probably asking about four hundred bucks for it. He had three hundred dollars on it and I was kicking myself that I didn't buy it. Yeah, that yeah, that's a that's the right ballpark figure. Yeah, three Yeah, I felt like it was pretty fair, but I didn't wanna I wanted to see the whole show. <laughs> and then I was like <laughs> I, I, was, I was like I I messed up. I did. I I can admit it, I messed well, up. I mean you could probably could have talked them down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I could have. The other bad thing is uh, Matt was with me, but we lost each other, and he went to that guy's table like literally an hour later and bought two Hank Aaron cards, and we could have like made some type of uh, combination deal or something. Oh, but, man. Um, so I, I I actually text you about this. So uh, there's a guy at my church, and he he found out I'm into baseball cards. He reached out. He's like, "Can you sell a couple of my cards for me?" Um, I was like, yeah, I'll come down to your house. So he had a whole bunch of junk wax cards, but he had a couple cards that could be sold. So I sold them on eBay, went back down his house with the money. And um, he's like, did you, are you interested in bobbleheads? I know you like Clemente. And then he had this bobblehead on the shelf. And um, I had, I had never, uh, let me put it in solo. I, I'm not, a, I'm not huge into bobbleheads yet. So I've never seen it before or knew much about it and um some back of it and um on the bottom here it's out of a thousand so i i text mark asked him about it he kind of told me what comps were and the guy the guy was so happy with the cards i sold he said well why don't we just call it even you get the bobblehead for selling my cards so uh, it, like you said sometimes you just like that's like a like a <laughs> Like one of those stories, how if you weren't a Clemente collector, you would have never, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff just happens sometimes, you know what I mean? That that that, that retail for I think I want to say about 30, 35 bucks maybe. Um, you could probably get that now for seventy five to one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, there's one. Um, there's one on you buy it now for one hundred fifty dollars. Um, but yeah, I'm sure if you were patient, you might be able to, you might be able to get better deals, like you said. Um. But you know shipping costs on these. You know you're paying at least a hundred, at least ten to fifteen dollars to ship it. You know what I mean? So, um, really cool, really cool thing. But that's that's the next question. Is there a unique non-card Clemente item that you'd like to show off? <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. You guys all seen the bobblehead that I got, the '62 Nodder from uh, the National. Well, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So when I lived in Vegas, they used to have a um, a drive-in um, theater, and then during the weekends, weekdays, they used to have flea markets there. 
So I picked up this Clemente statue. I think I paid maybe 12 bucks for it. I'm going to show it to you right now. This is the first time I've ever shown this. I, I, it's delicate, and I just keep it in a box. Oh, wow. Let me bring it out here. <laughs> Take your time. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so it's from Tuskegee. It took me forever to find some information on it. So I'll show um, Clemente on there. Wow. And this is the variant edition. So there's two versions. There's one with the white uniform, the 72 uniform. Whoa. Uh, I, I want to say maybe three or four years ago, it was up for auction for about 600 bucks. Okay. So, uh, I've been offered a couple grand for this already. Wow. I got this like twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. It was just uh, it was that like a uh, like a side of the road type thing. You just got yeah, lucky. Yeah, it's you know those little flea markets. The guy had a bunch of stuff out there. And I saw the comments. I said, "Yeah, hey, what the?" You know, at first when I saw this, I thought he made it. I thought it was like some kid made this. <laughs> you know, but it's so unique. And then later on, when I looked in the back, if you look in the back, it has the company who who made it here. Let's see. Here we go. Wow. Um, so, so then when I re when I realized I said no this kid no no kid made this everything so I, I went to Facebook and I contacted some fellow Clemente collectors uh, and they responded back to me and told me the company and everything so wow that's cool <laughs> yeah. you brought out the best thing though the best for last <laughs> wow how how recent was that well God this was a long time ago. Oh, okay. Uh, this, yeah, this, I, I want to say this is over 30 years ago since I lived in Vegas. Oh, wow. You, I thought you'd never show that on your channel because no, you I never showed it on my channel. No. Wow. It's just big and awkward. So. <laughs> That's really cool, though. Um, I, uh, are, are you like, are you like me and Lou Rock, though? Like, if you see, if, if he had $15 on it and you know it's a good deal, do you still ask him for 12 <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't pay for sticker if I can't. Even if I get two dollars off, yeah, I'll take it. I know, you I know. know. Yeah. I, I agree with that. In our <laughs> don't pay, don't pay what you can. Now, if you know it's a good deal, the guy says no. I'm not gonna push it. I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah. I tell the guy, hey, yeah. I, I yeah. try, I have to try. And most of them will yeah. laugh when I say that. Yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. My my opinion is never hurts to ask, but uh, yeah, don't walk away if it's a good deal. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I learned that the hard way already a couple times. So, all right. So, we're gonna wrap it up here. So, um, you know, I'm sure you've seen the last segment. I always do ten questions in a minute. Uh, did you think you were gonna get get by without doing it at the end? <laughs> Dude, man, come on now. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll try let's try here's what we'll do we're doing a clemente draft on my channel on clemente day if you if you get through these 10 questions in a minute you get the first pick if you if, <laughs> whatever if you... <laughs> uh, all right see. all right let's see what you can do um i think you can get through these you ready Go. all right i'll start the timer after the first question all right what's better bacon or sausage Bacon. Best top set of the 60s? Oh, for me, uh, 64. What's your favorite modern product? Oh, I've always been a top stadium club guy. Best mafia movie? Oh, The Godfather. Best MLB ballpark? For me, um, I got to say Pittsburgh. <laughs> overrated fast food restaurant? Fast food restaurant overrated? Yeah. Uh, Burger King. Okay. Favorite sport to play? Um, to play? Yep. Baseball. Best pizza toppings? Oh, jalapenos. <laughs> Better at defense, Clemente or Willie Mays? Uh, I said Clemente, of course. What Club 21 member has the biggest ego? <laughs> you got to say, you know, John, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he only watches like the first couple minutes. I'll never see <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, baby. It's all good. Oh, man. I, got, I got it back here. Club 21, baby. Club 21. There you go. Um, so, so Ru, Ru Dog got me. I'll bring it out real quick. Ru Dog got me 
this beautiful cup at the national. I think his daughter, his daughter did this, right? Your daughter made my this? daughter-in-law. Daughter-in-law, beautiful. I still haven't drinking out of it yet because I just love looking at it. So, um, and then the other thing is, <laughs> me, me, and me and Mark are in a fantasy football league. We had the draft this weekend. I just want to let everybody know, Mark drafted Dalvin Cook and Odell Beckham. They're in his starting lineup. He thinks it's 2018. So, <laughs> hey, I drafted 12 out of 12. So I had that's like I had slim pickings. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's cool, man. I do gotta show one more thing. And this is okay. a shout out to Pepino, man. Okay. So we are doing a Roberto, Roberto Clemente Day uh, celebration. Yes. So I wanted to show these base cards. I mean, these base stickers. So beautiful. So people who don't know uh, Caesar Pepino, man. He works on the groundskeeping crew for the Dodgers. And he awesome. these stickers. So awesome. I'm sure next week, uh, you know, during the game, he'll be able to get those again. So. Yeah, I already, I already told him he needs to put me at the top of the list because I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so one thing I didn't say at the beginning, and I should have, because who knows who's still listening. This is this will these collector to collectors will also be available in podcast form for the future. Um, just wherever you go to podcast, look up for collectors, and you'll be able to listen to these in the car if you you know don't have time to watch the video. But um, if you're not subscribed to Mark's channel, I'm sure you're not because he's such a small channel. <laughs> I didn't get you a couple times. Go go check out Mark's channel. Um, I think he's been stuck at 200 for like a year now. So help help the brother out, okay? <laughs> like I said, I don't do it for the subscribers. I do it because I want to. I, I know. Those my cards and everything. So. I, I gotta I gotta bust your chops. Um, all right. Well, thanks everybody for watching this episode. Uh, thank you, Mark, for coming on. I appreciate it, buddy. Well, thank you for having me. You guys take care. Be safe. Peace. Yep. yep. See you guys.